Welcome to the Heart of Money podcast, where we discuss the impact that money has on every area of your life, and where you can learn to make smarter money decisions. Join our conversation as we discuss our past experiences, talk about how to make better money management choices, and in the end, make a commitment to being weird. Hey folks, welcome back once again to the Heart of Money episode 32. I'm your host, Austin Black, and I am joined live with my co-host, Mr. Bob Wessler. Bob, how are you this evening? I am fantastic, Austin, yourself? You know, I was a little tired earlier. I kind of go through these waves during the day where I get like spurts of energy at random times, but it doesn't make sense. Like right now, I'm great, but you know, back about 3.30, I was exhausted. So that's just kind of how it goes once in a while. Skittles will do that to you. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't exactly Pop Rocks and Mountain Dew, but. Okay, that's true. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, let's jump right into it. We got a lot of fun and exciting conversation to have today. Um, this is a lighthearted discussion and something that you and I both just have a lot of fun with. When was the last time you actually went to an auction? That I went to an auction? Yeah. Uh, I went and picked stuff up from an auction recently, but the last time I went to an auction, mm, 20 plus years ago, and I wasn't even bidding. <laughs> but I got a good story on so, that at so, some point. So. Wait, so you went to an auction and you weren't even bidding? Yeah, I was How too young. Okay. okay. Because, you know, sense. back in those days, everybody had to show up for an auction. Um, yes. The most recent one that I had something that I bid on, that I had somebody else go for me. I got a uh, double tire, double wide, eight ton or eight cubic foot wheelbarrow for like twenty bucks because nobody showed up. Nice. I thought yeah. you were saying yeah. double wide. Three hundred first. Yes, double wide <laughs> on tires with the front eight cubic porch. feet. Got a fair lane up on think, blocks. Yeah, no kidding. I think you and I both <laughs> kind of have this this like attachment to the, or I should say attachment, but at least I I love auctions. Do you love mm -hmm. auctions? Yeah, I just I don't attend in person. I do it either. Well, I do it all on my phone. It just on different uh, platforms. So we, so we, we must kind of have different types of auctions that we go to because you obviously are probably buying cars. <laughs> that too. Yes. And I, and I buy card tables. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, my first eBay purchase was a car out of Florida. So go figure. It's, it's, I laugh every time I hear you tell that story because back like in, I guess it's probably about high school. So, you know, 15, 18 years yeah. ago, eBay was the thing. And mm -hmm. now it's like nobody even says that word anymore. It's almost non-existent. Is, it, is that website even still around? It is. It is. I have something coming tomorrow from them. At least I think I am. I, I have so <laughs> much stuff listed out there right now just to get rid of it. So really? Yeah. Buy and sell. So how is it, how's it still working? Because I honestly have not been on there in probably a decade now. 
Mm-hmm. Is, is it still a um, pretty good auction side? Or I, I think anymore, most stuff is um, buy it now is their term. So mm, yeah. you can, you know, the old style was you'd have a auction of seven days or you can extend it to 10 days and you had a minimum reserve. Um, but the way it's gone is more and more people, um, businesses are doing buy it now. And in some cases you can do a reserve and do a typical auction or Mm -hmm. go ahead and buy it now. So you don't have to wait. In most cases they have it set to where the price for buy it now either kicks in, you have to do it before somebody bids or it's so much higher than the bids that I've seen that on cars where it goes sideways. Somebody was going to make a lot of money on their, car whatever it was it was i don't think it was a classic but it was it was different and at the point that they almost got to their buy it now price and they still had a week Mm -hmm. or you know five days somebody bought it and so they missed out on what it could have gone for because they didn't set it up right so yeah um yeah ebay's been around i would say i was in high school maybe early college when I got my car on eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, now anymore, it's you find, and I will tell going back to cars specifically, there are auto parts that you can get on eBay cheaper than you can get from um, a dealer or a repair shop because the prices are so low and they're coming from authorized dealers. So nice. Yeah. So th- this should be There's kind of an interesting tent. conversation because your your auction experience and expertise, you might even say, is more on the online sector. I'm one of the guys that I will much more likely go to the in-person estate sale or catalog or whatever the case is. And I think that probably, you know, we're wanting to talk about just some of our stories and the whole auction buying experience and there's there's a little different formula and atmosphere with each of those um Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm curious what whenever you go to an auction what what's your initial draw to buying an online setting like that versus any other thing any other buying option um selection and um, in most cases, knowing what I'm looking for. I mean, it depends on what I'm looking for. If I'm looking for car parts, um, more than likely can get it through eBay cheaper, faster. I've now gotten to the point where having kids, I look for stuff that, you know, is 20 year old toys and is going for dirt cheap. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those that, I mean, they're, they're resale shops and stuff like that. But if you walk into a resale shop, you're limited to what is in the store. If you go to eBay, you are pulling from anything in pretty much the United States and possibly overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, now we have also a, a local auctioneer that I think has turned their business around by doing online auctions and, mm-hmm those are more nostalgic and you pick up in some cases they're nostalgic. In other cases, you pick up something that you could really use for pennies on the dollar. Um, 
there's still some items that I am on the lookout for. That wheelbarrow was one of them. Um, but there are other items that I don't need it today. So I just keep on the lookout to see when they come across that I'll pick them up because I really don't want to pay retail price for stuff, even if I yeah. can get it on eBay. Yeah, it's there's a lot of differences, it seems like, because I, I hear you, you're coming from kind of this almost necessity mentality of, you know, what do I, what do I need for my car? What do I need for my kids? You know, what can I get and get a good deal? <clears throat> and every time I go to an auction, I'm always like, what do I not have to have, but I could get at a good bargain? Sh- I shouldn't say, what do I not have to have? Because that's what yeah. my wife would probably say. <laughs> but, you know, every time I look, you know, a lot of the auctions that I go to, um, they're the, the estate auction or the farm auction, or, you know, it's, it's completely different set of, of, um, items than what you're looking at. You know, it's, it's older. It's, I mean, some of us may be new, but it's, it's previously used and owned stuff that, mm. you know, the whole idea of auction is you get it at a discounted price, or maybe you buy it when you can't get it anywhere else. There's, there's many different elements of why you go there, but, you know, anytime I look at it at a sale bill, I'll say, is there anything in there that I could possibly use, have been looking for, could maybe get a good deal on? And then usually, unless, like, I've got, I've got a few things out in, in the shop that's, that I'll kind of tell stories on later, but unless it's something that I have been intentionally looking for, my big thing is show up and see how, what, what do they have I can get for really cheap? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the local auctioneer they are they do primarily estate um, auctions, and it's really easy to get on your phone or on a computer and scroll through eight hundred lots pretty quick. Um, it's also interesting to see what you find at these auctions, and I know that we've yes. talked about before. You know, somebody else spent a lot of money, and you can get it for a couple of bucks, um, right? This this most recent one that I saw, they had a car, they had all kinds of cutlery and baking utensils, and then they had a record collection that probably filled half the house. Um, Holy and they smokes. were selling them in lots of like five vinyl records. So they had probably close to a thousand items or a thousand lots um, online. So wow. yeah, it, it's a different atmosphere to scroll through it on your phone than it is to go in person. And the clientele I'm sure is much different when you go <laughs> live than yeah. who goes, well, it might not be, I might be one of the younger ones on the scrolling through. Cause when I go to pick stuff up, I, I'm a lot younger than a lot of them. <laughs> hey ladies, today's episode is brought to you by freedom financial coaching. I'll never forget the night that I couldn't afford to buy groceries because I had overspent my paycheck. I had a good job and I wasn't a lavish spender, but debt and poor money management was causing me to go broke. That guilt and fear made me take responsibility for my finances and helped me learn the fundamentals of sound money management. Now, 10 years later, I am proud to be married with two kids, paid for house, and enjoying a completely debt-free lifestyle. Through this journey, I discovered the key strategies for achieving financial independence as a couple. So if you're struggling to take control of your money or get on the same page with your spouse in regards to finances, then I invite you to apply to my Money Mastery Program and get personal coaching 
to transform your relationship with money so you and your spouse can achieve financial independence. I only work with a handful of couples one-on-one, so be sure and get your application in today. Head over to freedommoneycoach.com slash apply, and let's start the conversation. I think, you know, one of the things that I... I don't want to say that I geek out on auctions because I don't like, you know, <laughs> study them and go to every single sale that every auctioneer has every week. I mean, I'm not one of those followers. I've seen people that are, <laughs> I'm not oh, yeah. one of them, but I, I do really enjoy watching how an, how an auction operates. And you mentioned the clientele boy, watching that sale, who is there, what they're bidding on, how they're bidding, I may be weird, but it's it's so, I mean, interesting doesn't even explain it. It's just, uh, I don't, you it's know like what I'm talking bingo. about? It's like yeah. bingo with larger sums of money. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it, it cracks me up. The wide variety of people that will show up and, and what they're there for and what they're not there for, and the folks who will will spend more than anything is worth, like the Amish, and the folks who won't spend anything at all, like me. <laughs> so you're saying just, you get outbid by the Amish every time, huh? Well, so okay, I, I'll tell you a couple stories. <clears throat> so number one, I have learned that. If you are bidding against an Amish, you better have a pile of cash in your pocket and be willing to spend twice what that item is worth at retail, no matter how old it is, to walk away with it. Because I don't care what it is, they are there to buy, and they honestly don't care how much they spend. I've seen, especially like farm equipment and stuff, they will buy panels Mm. and posts and anything farm-related. It doesn't matter how old it is. for as much, if not more than what you can go buy a brand new piece at the store for just blows my mind. So that's one lesson I have learned. But the the funniest thing I ever saw, I went to a a sale one time and they had a lot of just farm equipment and antiques and tools. And it was a big, big sale. And there was probably five or six sets of um, pipe cattle panels that were Mm various sizes, uh, kinds. I mean, it wasn't like a uniform set, but they had them kind of broke up into approximately the same length, the same height, same number of bars, et cetera, et cetera. So you could buy, you know, one lot of five or six panels and they would be pretty similar in type and kind. Well, you can about guarantee that there's going to be at least one Amish bidding on any of that. There was a gentleman that was not Amish that was there and the first lot of panels that they sold, he's standing kind of next to me. And there was an Amish standing on top of this wooden flatbed trailer just off to the side of him a little bit. <clears throat> and auctioneer starts in, starts selling the panels. And these two guys go to bidding. And I mean, the Amish is just is bidding left and right. The guy next to me, he's bidding left and right. And the guy next to me, you can tell he is dead set on being the one to win, to be the high bidder on these panels. <clears throat> So a miraculous thing happens that I have never, ever seen before. And he actually outbid the Amish. He actually got that <laughs> set of panels bought for less yeah. than what they were probably worth. So it was like one of those monumental occasions that has never, ever happened. But the funny thing of it was, the Amish looked at him and goes, 
I let you have those. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go on to the next set of panels. Uh Auctioneer starts up. Start everybody starts bidding. Amish guy and this guy go back to bidding. Guess what? <laughs> the Amish didn't stop bidding this time. <laughs> yeah. He bought that next set of panels. And the set after that, and the set after that, and the set after that. And that guy, he was oh so mad that he could not outbid yeah. the Amish. The Amish is like, don't, don't, don't come to my party and steal the steal the, the cake. I'm taking yeah. these things home. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. And the auctioneer loves it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, especially if you can just, yeah. you can see it on their face. They, it's like war. I mean, they are not going to let yeah. oh, you yeah. take what they have the money for. <laughs> yeah. So have you ever been burned on a purchase that you've made um, at an auction, realizing that you paid too much for it? <clears throat> oh, I'm sure I have. I have I've intentionally <laughs> forgot what they were. <laughs> ah. Uh, let me think here. My, Cause my wife would say I've, I've done a lot of that. Um, yeah. Everything you purchased, been, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, it, it's funny because so early on in our marriage, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of, of time, a whole lot of, or sorry, we didn't have a whole lot of to do. We had a lot of time. We didn't have a lot of stuff. And, you know, even before I got married, auction was where I bought a lot of what I had just because cheap and easy. So early on in our marriage, I like to go to the auctions on the weekend and I had to be very cognizant of what I bought and how much I spent on it because Mm -hmm. inevitably I would come home and not that my wife didn't trust my buying decisions and you know, she was, was uh, understanding of some of the things that I bought, but I would come home with these tools and different things that didn't really need necessarily, but I got it at a good price. And I thought, hey, I will use this sometime, someday. So I got put in storage. <laughs> and 10 years later, or you know, five, six years later, I have used some of that stuff. So it has been very beneficial. But yeah, she would always go, you, you bought what? You spent how much on that? So I had to be uh, very judicious in my buying, <laughs> my buying decisions. Um, I, I honestly, I, so I can tell you probably more of the things that I was proud of buying than the things that I got burned mm-hmm. on because I, yeah, I've tried to forget the burns. <laughs> uh, I've gotten in trouble yeah. for that enough. Like let's, let's just not worry about this. Um, <clears throat> some of the stuff that I'm kind of proud of is our stock trailer. We, we bought a mm-hmm. really nice stock trailer. Actually, my wife was the one that bought, it. I wasn't there. Um, we got it. We, I bought a basically brand new air compressor, um, a brand new chop saw. Um, I've got a lot of tools. Um, just, I've got a lot of just miscellaneous stuff, furniture, whole bunch. I mean, most of what I have has come from an auction. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's random and old, it came from an auction sale. So Yes, pr- pretty much, pretty much. That's, that's yeah. kind of how it works. I am, I am proud of my <laughs> wife, though, because so the, the trailer that we bought, she and I had gone to look at it together, and <clears throat> I knew I was going to be out of town the day of the sale. So we went and looked at it. We kind of determined, okay, this is something this is, we, want, we want to buy. We've been saving up the money for it. We knew what our budget was. Well, she had never actually gone to an auction and bid by herself. 
So she was a little bit nervous about this deal. <laughs> but we knew the auctioneer. We knew everything about the trailer. So she shows up. And long story short, um, you know, she she did what I taught her to do well, which was never bid until the price starts to drop and then jump in and write it up. You never are the first one to bid in there. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. So she's waiting around. They start the sale and, you know, are calling out bids and everything. No one's been. So finally, someone throws out this low ball, like $1,500 on it. Well, of course, that was was well within our range. So she jumped on it and, and she kept bidding back and forth with two or three people. And ultimately, she was had the winning bid on it. But she she was uh, was very nervous about bidding that much money on something mm-hmm. by herself without having me there. So I was so proud of her to successfully complete that purchase and, and get that trailer. It was a very nice purchase for us to get. And uh, we made a lot of good use out of it. Yeah. Well, that's a good one to go with. So. Yeah. What, what has been your biggest uh success at the auction uh my biggest success wasn't even mine it's probably more my fault but it's a good story um (laughs) as you know my dad retired a couple years ago and he was looking for Mm -hmm. a camper and out i guess west of town was one of these local auctions online they do a preview day so you can go look at the stuff but then the bidding is all online and it the bidding starts 10 days before maybe 20 days before the actual preview day uh preview day is like two days before close the auction i told my dad that they had a fifth wheel at this one auction and um a week later it's in his driveway and i'm like (laughs) okay um i Ironically, he got a a very good deal on it. It was, you know, an older couple that purchased it, only used it a handful of times. And um, so it was in very good shape and he's now cleaned it up and it didn't have to do much cleaning up to it, but has gotten his own. The the problem was the gooseneck hitch that went with it was special to the camper, but that wasn't Mm. listed anywhere. So they had to put a special plate on the hitch that he got so that it would fit. Um, Interesting. And so he passed on the hitch thinking it's a hitch is a hitch is a hitch. Well, right. Disclosed otherwise. Um, But I can tell you now that that camper is for sale. If anybody is really interested from all of our (laughs) listeners that are are wanting a camper because they're going to downsize because this one has like, four bunks and a queen bed and two slide outs and has been to, holy smokes it's been to maine it was supposed to go to alaska last year it's been to wisconsin a couple times um and then lo and behold through all that i ended up getting one off of craigslist um so we have our own camper so did, that, did, uh, did he influence your your camper fetish uh it's my it's my mom's fault she thought we should do it <laughs> and lo and behold my wife agreed and then I thank my wife that we did it. So it's starting to become a boat because I'm putting a whole lot more money into it than I wanted to, but we got it for <laughs> a pretty good price and um, fully furnished, fully equipped everything. But somehow even on fully furnished, fully equipped with everything you could ever need, there's still a couple thousand dollars worth of stuff that you have to buy for some reason. So right, I confess just because um, 
just because. Um, so that would be the greatest purchase that wasn't mine. Um, you know, talking about your wife going to a sale and you had a price range. I bought a zero turn mower, 60 inch deck. So it was a five foot wide deck. I've got three acres that I mow. And it's not just Bless those handlebars zero turn. It is a steering wheel zero turn. Um, and I got it for about 20% you, of the you new You said steering wheel zero turn? A steering wheel zero turn. Um, how, how does that even work? It is a four wheel steer. So it has the front tires will go just past 180 to turn against themselves okay. and the rear... <clears throat> wheels reverse so one goes forward one goes back um mm -hmm. but i you know in my years of doing landscaping and maintenance i did not like the handlebars um really because one it was a pressure deal and then you can't use your hands for anything but holding on to those bars i'm sure somebody yeah. can prove me wrong but um, i also <laughs> wanted for my kids to learn how to drive you know, you've got okay. forwards yep. and brake and a steering wheel. Um, but yeah, I got it for about 20% of retail nice. and had to do a little bit of work on it because I don't think the guy ever put any grease on the spindles. So I had to put oh, new spindles on it. But um, yeah, <clears throat> those were some seriously uh, messed up uh, blades that were on it. So I Dang. got it home and cleaned it all up and saved quite a bit of money on that one. And it was right at the cusp of, I don't want to spend any more, but if I spend a hundred more dollars, it's still in my range and maybe we'll get it and ended yeah. up getting it. So um, <clears throat> nice. yeah, that one's been a pretty good, pretty good uh, win for me. Well, folks, we are going to go ahead and make this a two-part episode. That wasn't the original plan whenever we recorded, but we had so much fun, had so much great content that we wanted to break it up again for you. So part two will be coming to you next week. Now that we have told our stories, our personal experiences, we are going to dig into the application for you to learn how to attend an auction and be smart with your, your bidding and your buying and your money management and get a good deal without regretting how much you end up spending on that item. So be sure and come back next week for part two of this discussion on auctions. As always, be sure and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. We love getting those. We really enjoy um, having that feedback and knowing what you guys love to listen to, love to hear about, so we can continue to bring you valuable content. Be sure and subscribe, leave that five-star review. And as always, be sure and follow us on the social media on Facebook and Instagram and join the community over there. Well, folks, we will see you again next week as we continue our conversation on auctions on the heart of money.